0: There's a sign in
1: Santa Monica that says Santa Monica is not safe.
0: It was so nice before. It's it's really all those things that you pictured in the movies and pictures. It's not that now, it's nothing like that. It's the complete actually opposite of that and it's very sad. What have you seen in the streets? Drug use, people defecating on the sidewalks, gang affiliation, organized crime, violence. They say Wild West. It really is the Wild West.
1: Santa Monica is one of the most iconic beach towns in California. It used to have millions of visitors every year, but recently, the city has changed dramatically. My guest today is Matt Wilson, a videographer resident from Santa Monica. Today, he'll share with us his experience in the streets of Santa Monica and Los Angeles, and the stories behind the viral videos he took. The cities and streets, everything like decaying around me. It seems like these things are becoming more normal. Looks
0: like no, nobody really cares. There's no sense of community anymore. That's what it is. There's no sense of community. And maybe if there was, this wouldn't be happening.
1: I'm Siamai Korami. Welcome to California Insider. Matt, it's great to have you on. welcome. Thank you for having me. There is a sign in Santa Monica that says Santa Monica is not safe. Um, also, the this, this city was ranked among the lowest in the state in terms of safety last year, next to Compton. You live there and you've been uh, taking footage of what's happening. And what have you seen in the streets? Um, drug use,
0: people defecating on the sidewalks, um, gang affiliation, uh, organized crime, um, violence... Uh, and also just people scared and vulnerable and wanting help from the city leaders that said that there's programs in place for them to get help, but they're not. From what I hear from people, it's like a mirage out in the desert. It sounds good, you're getting closer and closer, but when you finally get there, nothing's there. Nothing. Like the, the resources, the funds. I even had one man tell me that he was out on the street, hungry, and he saw city workers giving out fresh, clean needles and syringes to people. And, and he wouldn't give them any food or any direction. They wouldn't even tell him where he could go to get help. They were there just to give the needles to these um, other individuals that were unhoused
1: on the street. And he was crying to me. <laughs> mm. So you're going out and you're actually videoing people. What have you seen so far? So I just want to make a point that I, I don't go out like purposely looking
0: for these individuals. I run a delivery service since 2017, and through the course of 2017 to today, I've seen a, it's kinda of like Bill Murray in Groundhog's Day. He wakes up and like the thing, same thing happens. I'm doing deliveries, same people drive around LA. However, the thing that's different is, is seeing the cities and streets, everything like decaying around me. So the last couple years, I started on my drives, just videotaping some of the stuff because when I saw like others in my community just walking by like this isn't happening, I was like, whoa, I gotta film this. Why isn't anybody, like, this is something you would see in a movie, you know, the type of stuff that you would see. So I started just filming it. Um, I, con- I create content anyway. This wasn't something that I really wanted to like, hey, I film homeless people and people with mental health disorders and the failing of America and Los Angeles, but um, it's just something I, f- I felt compelled to do.
1: Just thought people need to see it. What are some of the things that you have seen that might be shocking to us that don't uh, drive around all the time or walk around L.A.?
0: The bl- Okay, dead body uh, in Santa Monica. So you know you were talking about the sign um, Santa Monica's not safe. A gentleman, which I won't say his name on camera, but he started the Santa Monica Coalition he and a few people put that sign up to spread awareness about how bad it's gotten in Santa Monica. I went and filmed that sign, and then not even 20 minutes later on my way home, here's a dead body, drug overdose, across from a hospital. So I'm driving around, I'm always seeing stuff, and I like to think I have, I don't want to call it a knack, but using my gut feeling, you see stuff enough where you can kind of sense what's going to happen. And I was seeing this guy talking to himself, which... I talked to myself, but the way he was doing it was like, he's really talking to himself. So I pull over, and I start to follow this guy into a Starbucks, and he walks in the Starbucks, stands right in line, soils himself, starts talking in tongues, walks past me, walks out the front, comes back around, and starts saying how, I think this is like old memories or something, but he starts talking about himself, how he's gonna shoot himself, and maybe his son, and then he just walks out of Starbucks, and I'm there with the camera, and I'm like, Everybody's still like on their phones. The workers are working. I'm like, excuse me, uh, did anybody just now see that? No? Excuse me, Starbucks workers. Um, one second, sir, I'll be right with you. And I was just like, into the phone. All right, guys, well, um, well, it looks like no, nobody really cares. And, and so what I'm getting at, ultimately, people just, blinders on, I don't know if they're like purposely not wanting to look or they look and they just say it's not happening to me, so why do I care?
1: What you're saying, it seems like these things are becoming more normal. What, what else have you seen where you've, you said, well, this doesn't make sense and everybody's going about their business?
0: So I do delivery, so I go to the customer, but if you had your own business like at a storefront and you had people smoking meth right outside your door, like the pet store that I filmed in Santa Monica where three individuals were smoking uh, meth pipes and then telling me, Go ahead. Keep filming, which one of them actually had priors. He has a record. He's already out there. But um, just smoking freely, just free smoking right outside the door. How would somebody even walk in and feel like going into that pet store? I'll go spend five bucks more and go to Petco so I don't have to deal with that. So one of the two of the things, you know, dead bodies, uh, open drug use. And I'm talking not just hiding it, just openly, like
1: open. Walking just in by. the middle of the street, kids walking by. So blatant. Caring.
0: Like, I think even several years ago, even if you had an addiction problem, you would you're gonna keep it a little bit to yourself. You're not gonna be so open, even if it's some kind of drug. Now people are just, let's hear it is. It's it's sad because that person I feel is crying out for help. Look at me. Look how bad I've got. I'll just do it out in public. What else? Uh, Okay, um, fights. Um, you know, my wife and I went to um, downtown, uh, not to, even downtown LA. We went there just a, two weeks ago just to go to downtown, just to go have lunch. Not even five, months after, five minutes after parking, as soon as we get out, there's already a, uh, a dude trying to fight somebody with a knife. It's just, it's the lawlessness. It's that whole, they say Wild West. It really is the Wild West. And the officers that I talked to, they'll try to drive off or even if I get a couple minutes they don't even want to talk with me they 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 don't even want to talk with us and and um that that's another thing i think i really should be addressed is how i understand law enforcement may have maybe some budget issues and they might be not as many people as there once was after before 2020 but really um it's like it's like the police and the city officials are, are against each other or something that are using us as like in the middle because nobody they don't want to talk there's no sense of community anymore that's what it is there's no sense of community and maybe if there was this wouldn't be happening in our communities you still have to do a zoom call to even talk to your city officials they don't even let you go in person still what is this three years later this is all i think adding to the destructiveness that i see is taking place on our streets and that's why santa monica is not safe la is not
1: safe so you moved to la in 2015 mm-hmm. and then you were in santa monica you've been in santa monica for many years right yes. 2017 you moved mm-hmm. to santa monica what was it like so when
0: you watch a movie from the like hollywood like just that you could go outside you could walk down this the street there was more businesses there were so many more businesses there's so many businesses that have closed down uh, over the last couple years the third street promenade was a it was like, wow, like, like, it, just, it was just a place. You take your kids, if you just wanted to go, and, and there was music playing outside on the speakers. There was uh, the sidewalks, you could go to dinner. Now, what's weird, you got people parking their Ferraris outside their restaurants, eating, and then just the person right outside the restaurant, do it. it's just nasty, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, how, why would you pay 100 bucks to go eat? Why would you go pay an expensive meal to go downtown? To be around all that it's like rather save the money make a food at home it, it's just not safe it was so nice before it's, it's really all those things that you pictured in the movies and pictures it's not that now it's nothing like that it, it's the complete actually opposite of that and it's very sad um yeah you know, i i remember talking to a couple people when they had the santa monica's not safe sign and i, I just asked him be, hey what do you think about the sign you know everybody's like yeah, you know and one guy was like Santa Monica is great. What are you talking about? I remember when he walked
1: up, I was like, this guy doesn't leave his home. <laughs> like- Before we continue, we would like to thank Shen Yun for sponsoring this channel. I lived in China for two years and experienced two different Chinas. One is the China we know now, unfortunately with communism. And the other is ancient Chinese culture with 5,000 years of history, strong values, ethics and morality that has been lost. Shen Yun Performing Arts is reviving this 5,000 years of Chinese traditional culture. It takes you back in time to magical world of ancient China with a unique blend of brilliant dancing, beautiful costumes, and legends coming to life. Go to shenyun.com to find out the schedule and theater information. It's a lifetime experience you don't wanna miss. Book your tickets today. Now let's go back to the interview. So based on what you're seeing, is it getting, is Santa Monica getting worse? Worse, done, put a bullet in it, done.
0: We're enabling and then if somebody like me grows my grass too high, I need a permit or I get fined for cutting it. Meanwhile, somebody can camp right out on the sidewalk in front of my place and I think these are the, the, all this stuff, I don't wanna say no civil divide like the handmaids tell, but I, I think what could lead to that is when you get ticketed 100 bucks, for having a used car on your driveway, you didn't, you know, get registered or something, you are smogged, and that guy's just, you know, shooting up right there. It's and it they're really, fine. and yeah, they're fine, no it's ticket. just sad. It's a cry for help, it's just really sad. And when I talk to these people, like, it's hard to even, like, I'm not lying, like, to not tear up, that guy thought that was totally normal. Like, living in a trash made heat pile, burning charcoal, inhaling all those fumes, but what else can he do? You know, how, who am I to judge? You know, the cities turned their back on him. So, yeah, those are the some of the things. Uh,
1: something you'd see out of a Stephen King novel. <laughs> can you tell me more about L.A., the rest of L.A.? Because you, you're, you're around and you're taking a lot of video footage. What else have you seen in L.A.?
0: So when we talk about Santa Monica, it's kind of like the starting point as if it's like the hot zone and then from there everybody kind of disperses outwards. And in, in Los Angeles, what's bad in Santa Monica is almost like Tenfold in LA, a homeless individual set up out front of a business owner's spot, but it was all junk and stuff. And I'm even talking to the business owner. I'm like, "Can people get in?" She's like, "No, like they're blocking doors." I guess what it is, it's just this self sense of entitlement. And if it if it was. Like people think like a super wealthy people have this sense of entitlement. Well, now it's trickling. Now now it's just everybody has entitlement. People feel like I'm homeless. I can just leave my trash everywhere and such. And, and 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 homeless people, it is a big issue. Not all these homeless people are drug addicts, abusers. There's a lot of them that that need help. But the city of L.A. is trying to do all this stuff, but they're not figuring out how to implement it. And so I'm just saying these programs uh, for home, housing crisis programs, some of these people make 250 plus thousand dollars a year. That's like $5,000 a week. It's almost like it's a business now and it doesn't want to get fixed. To help
1: the homeless has become a business.
0: Yes, but they're not even, but that's the thing, right? They're not really even helping the homeless homeless. They're just helping like the people that are saying they're homeless but they decide to want to live this lifestyle like Spartacus but then you mix in drugs and abuse and all this other stuff. It's kind of like 48 hour crime series. Like if you and I just ended up being homeless tomorrow and we're on the sidewalk, We have a certain amount of time to get it together before we start falling into that way. But really, it seems like the programs are just here to help the people in the dark abyss and not help the people
1: prevent them from falling into it. So you think the programs are enabling people to continue being? Yes, yeah.
0: Even from several of homeless individuals that I've spoken to on video from their own words, say these programs aren't there to, to actually help them. I've been
1: saying a lot of they need a hand up not a handout. Matt, this is a big claim, but what, about, what have you heard from these people? Well, one of the reasons I've been filming
0: it more is because I've been having people reaching out to me where I feel like I have a sense of like, crap, I need to be a voice in my community. I got um, the Nextdoor app, for example. Supposed to be an app about your community. You gotta give your address, and then as soon as you give your personal address on the app, you can give updates what's going on in your community. However, it's really weird because with their homeless policy on the app, ultimately what these apps end up doing is just putting a target on people's heads such as myself. People that want to inform the community about what's going on ultimately just gets them censored and or gets other people to find out where you live and they come harass you. I had people on that app, elderly women, reach out to me and say, Matt, I want to like your post but I'm afraid of what people say. And the post is simply maybe just me filming some trash in the gutter or something, not even anything. Like, you might have seen some of my videos, where I get a little vocal. There was a man named Malcolm. He was a veteran. I drove by him every day, and Brentwood is a nice ritzy area of Los Angeles. He was in this uh, nice ritzy area, just sitting in a wheelchair, covered in piss and urine. I drove by him every day for a week, and every day I filmed him, I checked on him, I, and, and And even one night the cops came and they almost wanted to like arrest me because they're like, why are you harassing him? I'm like, Malcolm, am I harassing you? And long story short, the man ended up getting picked up by, I think, some veterans, some type of organization. Three weeks goes by. His brother reaches out to me from Atlanta, has a photo with him. He actually, through my video, found Malcolm, his brother, and flew out there to be with him. But when the law enforcement came to talk with him, and I had this on tape too, I was filming it. When they came to talk to Malcolm, they were talking to him like a little kid. And they were talking to him as if I was the aggressor, if I, if I was harassing him, when I was, also, I was the one who called the police to come there. Because after seven days, I'm like, somebody has to come here and help. But they
1: just came there, and they were upset with me. And it was weird. Um, so do you think this is happening in L.A. where now, if you question, uh, there seems to be some strange things going on in the streets of L.A.? and then now if you question it, you're kind of guilty. Is that, is that what's happening?
0: You're, you're kind of guilty. So a couple stories in particular. Let's start with the one of driving down the road and there was a man in a, in a mobile um, scooter dri- riding down the sidewalk and there was trash everywhere and he could barely get by. I was filming this, I get out of my car, I start kicking over the trash. I'm just like, why, why is this, why do people okay with this? Like, why should this be okay? Why should nasty needles and stuff be on the sidewalk and I don't have any kids. I don't plan on having any, but that doesn't mean I shouldn't want a nice community for others to have one for their kids. So I got out, I started kicking the trash around. I just put my car in the bus lane and put the hazards on. It's LA, nobody cares, they'll drive around. And I was filming and all of a sudden this guy waiting for the bus goes, you need to move your car. I go, sir, me? He goes, yeah, you need to move your car. There's like three lanes, really. I go, sir, my car being moved is the least of our problems. If, if my car is what concerns you, sir, then you're part of the problem here. If you don't see all this trash being, like it was just accepting it. That's so what I'm saying, these people just, who cares, I'm waiting for the bus, there's trash, who cares, I won't be here more than five minutes. It doesn't impact me. So I was upset that somebody was mad at me parking there for five minutes instead of this trash that was parked there for who knows how many days. So I filmed that, that video went viral, but a lot of people resonated with the fact that, wow, America, this is dirty, what's happening? A lot of people blame liberal states, but it's not, I think it doesn't matter liberal or or Republican, it's dirty all over, it's just America is decaying. But that's not the video that got the negative stuff to happen. After seeing the dead body, I actually had somebody after that video went viral, come by my house and say, Matt, we all know where you live. So after that happened that night, I went and bought pepper spray and I went and bought some stuff for my house. Because even when the cops came that night, they said we can't do anything even if Unless he says he's going to do something to you. So
1: you, you got at kind of you got threatened by these people after after your video went viral. A viral
0: of uh, the dead body video went viral. I got threatened, so I went and got some pepper spray. So
1: what was the the logic of threatening you? Is it that they're saying you're harming the homeless, or you're mean, or you're what what? what why you're, did yeah,
0: you're 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 out here doing stuff we don't like. The the mean harmless harming the homeless came for this video where I have the pepper spray, and so another reason why these people were after me because I, I started calling out the mayor directly tweeting to her every day and retweeting and Instagramming and having other people tag in this new digital age. You want them to hear you. It's not going outside with a sign. It's tagging, tagging, tagging so their assistants can see you every day. And after three or 30 months of seeing a goofy guy like me, so what I'm saying is that's what got the viral attention. A couple in particular people took the video, started saying I harass. I'm out there knocking over homeless encampments. I'm white KKK from them taking a steel frame of me doing an okay sign. They're, they're saying I'm a white nationalist when there's no video. There's nothing. And and, and when there's 40,000 people following you, they're going to believe it, even if 1% of them believed it. And so what they did was they went after me like killer bees and went after me. They went after my delivery service. Within two hours, we had over 200 negative reviews, one stars. Uh, they went after... Um, death threats, so many. People came by my house. People were following me to my car. People were trying to find my wife. My older brother, which, I love you, bro. Like, I just want to say this on camera. I, I have to say this. I love my family to death. I love you. I'm a black sheep. But even my own family, because they went after my own family, like, scared them, where they almost sold out their own family member because they were so scared. They shared some of my past Facebooks and stuff to give these... The online dark web will say anything, hey, tell me more about your brother, I'm gonna kill your kids. And so what they say, oh, my brother, he's, you know, it's, it's insane. Like, I, death threats and people coming
1: to my house for moving some plywood, it's insane. So when you started doing these videos, what did you wanna achieve with that? You mentioned you, you, you wanted to do something
0: I got what I wanted, and and, and I just wanted to bring attention to the the issue at hand, and that is we have a mental health and drug addiction issue, not a homeless issue. And when politicians and people in charge can start understanding that we don't have a housing issue, that we have a mental health and drug addiction issue, then maybe things will get done. Because like I said earlier, if a guy is talking to Ghosts, he doesn't need a temporary housing. He needs rehabilitation, he needs a lot more help. Not to be put into a room in a motel room in Inglewood, just so I feel like politicians, whatever, can use it to figure out ways to, how they're gonna launder the money next of the people. California could be its own country, I heard. It's like the fifth largest economy, but we're, we're trickling down, now we're in deficit. You guys have done so many videos in California shedding light on the, the deficit now, after we had a surplus, and. The list goes on, and I just want to say thank you, guys, because you've helped me be more aware of what's going on. That's also kind of, in a way, fueled my desire to help want to show people what's going on. And the desire is is nothing other than just helping people. I had some people say, hey, are they going to pay you for this interview? No. And if they did, I want to want the money. People that are doing these things, I see a lot of people giving out for their YouTube, giving 500 bucks to homeless people and such. It just enables, it's not really helping. A lot of people doing stuff for ticks and clicks and views, but, um, and for money, I just really want people to hear the message, to be safe, and when they're in their community, especially Santa Monica, especially LA, but especially in America, to take a look around. Because in my small town of 5,000, Gridley, California, that's the hour north of Sacramento, I talked to my buddy a week ago, there's over a hundred homeless people behind the cemetery of Gridley. And guess what happens when they OD? They just toss them over the fence into the cemetery. But this is a small town of 5,000 in Gridley, rural California. What I'm just trying to show everybody is what's happened at the pier, maybe people are getting busted in like they were from Martha's Vineyard, getting busted into Santa Monica, the farthest point west. We think Forrest Gump, we think the pier. And then they go out from there. And what I'm just saying is it was this sense of urgency.
1: Like, guys, we need to wake up. So one of the points that I'm getting is that we are kind of either ignoring this part of the society, these people, or we are kind of giving them food or needles or coffee or whatever. <laughs> We're not really getting into their hearts to find out what's, what issues they're facing, why they're in this situation, why they're doing this. And, 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 and what happens, like like I was saying earlier,
0: The programs are, from my understanding, are supposed to be in place so when you're homeless like that, you can go to the programs and then before you fall back in, it's like, you know, Spartacus into that pit, they help you. It seems like now it's like, no, you got to fall into the pit and then depending on how far down you fall, then we're going to help you. It's nothing to like, no barricades around the pit to make you fall into it. So as soon as you're homeless, unfortunately, and it's only speeding up over the last couple years, Maybe even 10 years ago, being homeless on the street, you might have had a couple of weeks. You know, but now it's like, it's almost a matter of days. They're getting exploited by so many different people. It, ultimately, homeless people, like homeless homeless, are just getting used by everybody. That's what I've, that's, it's, at least that's what I'm seeing and, and from what I'm hearing. And it's, it's really sad. And when I'm trying to just talk and be myself, hey, video man here, uh, I'm the bad guy. I'm Quilla DeVille. I'm the people that they want to take off and, you know, you know go. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any other thoughts for our audience? Yes. Uh, be positive, look out for one another, and, and get active in your community. I think ultimately it's just being a good person yourself. When you're a good person, you can sense and catch on when things don't feel right. And when you're around other good people, you can maybe think of some ideas and some solutions on to help others. But ultimately, as I realized in my own life, that you know, nobody's gonna save you but you. You gotta help yourself before anybody else will. And, and it kind of starts there. And then the people really do want the help, they'll find a way. Uh, the ones that say it's not there though, and they can't, I feel like it's about bringing light to that, like we're doing now, to hold those in charge accountable um, to say, hey, these programs that you guys have in place, they, they need to be audited more. They need, you guys need to maybe restructure how they're, they're done. Or maybe we need newer programs, or maybe we need to take from these and take from what's not out there and build something new. Maybe we need to start bridging. We need to build bridges from those people and can make connections. We need to connect. We just need to be more humble. The reason why people are numb is because we've become that way through this division over the last several years during the COVID. Um, It wasn't so much like this. So I think really, ultimately, we just need to be good people, kinder people in ourselves and to others. I I think that could play a big role, but it's corporate America, right? So whatever's gonna make the money. So I
1: think. Matt Wilson, videographer (laughs) and Santa Monica resident, it was great to have you on California Insider. Hey, thank you so much for having me be here. Stay highly positive. If you like the show and our content, You should go to insiderca.com and sign up to our newsletter because we never know what can happen with social media and other platforms in terms of distributing our content. If you'd like to come on the show and be an insider, you can reach out to us at cainsider at epochtimesca.com. Again it's cainsider at epochtimesca.com. We would love to have you on the show to tell us what's going on in your field in California. Thank you for watching. Please click the icon on the left to subscribe to our channel. We bring you the most pressing issues California is facing with straightforward and in-depth interviews. See you in the next video.